Hello and welcome to the Equiline Podcast. This is Dr. Wendy Corin. This is Dr. Dave Lundquist. And today we want to talk to you about the fact that everything, and, and I mean that with all the generalizations involved, is a teaching moment. And conversely, or additionally, everything is a learning moment, if that's how you choose to look at it. Yes. We've been doing what we've been doing for four years. Yeah. Maybe a little give, a little give or take. And every day we learn something new. Every day. Never doesn't a day goes by that we don't learn something. So if you're out there and you think you've learned everything or you know everything. Possibly not. The fascinating piece to me is when people will come to us with the prognoses they've been given for their horse or their dog or themselves with that black and white cut and dried belief system that if that practitioner can't help you, you can't be helped. Or if that method didn't work, there's nothing that will work. And you can make it as that training technique, that saddle. Oh, I'll have to get rid of the horse because we can't make this work. And I will tell you from so many personal and professional experiences is that when your mind is open, everything, every experience that you have can be fodder can be food for your growth in every aspect. And there's just always such an opportunity to learn. I mean, when you basically don't know how to fix a problem, it's because you've limit, your options are limited. Not because it's not possible. It's just your options are limited. Or the physician that you took that animal to says that can't be helped. Their options might be limited. And it's, you know, it falls back into your ballpark where you've got to search the internet, Google your Google the information. And if Google yeah. doesn't have the answer, it doesn't mean there's no answer or not a different approach or another way to handle it. And you know, starting this out where everything is a teaching opportunity, I get so excited when someone asks me a question. And then I have to sit back and go, how much do they want to know? In what context will they use this information? And without it being a lecture, but instead, when someone asked me a question, as, as happened today, and it happened to be a laser question, and they said, well, you know, I, I understand that you can use it for repair, but can it be used for maintenance? You know, I felt I was so thrilled when someone asks me the right question because it's better for maintenance. And yet it didn't occur to me that the perception had been that it's only for repair. So as you listen, when people ask you something, they may not be asking you for advice, and yet you may have experience that can help them and assist them on their journey because you bothered to listen and hear what they were really asking you. Yeah, and we've, 
you know, just recently gotten more into some laser stuff and it wasn't something that we were looking for, but we happened to be at a seminar and we're always, we're the sponges at the seminar. We're always open to learn new things and test out new stuff and find out what's new on the market, what's working, you know, because there are a lot of intelligent people out there that come out with some great stuff. And if you're not out there taking seminars and learning and, and checking out a, you know, a, maybe a use another trainer, just something, always more to learn. And it depends on if you're willing to seek it or not. Also, you know, I, I believe a lot of people's fear of making moments, learning moments, is that there's a fear that they'd have to give up something that they're already doing or that they're attached to. And, you know, don't teach me a new technique because I love my technique. What if it's another tool in your toolbox? What if you can do it your way and you can do it another way if the situation shifts, if you have a different personality with the horse or a dog that you're dealing with, might it be useful to have opened your mind to, if this didn't work with one, that doesn't mean it doesn't work. If someone you know didn't do well with a certain procedure, it doesn't mean that you won't do well with that procedure. And I experience, we experience miracles every day, every single day. And I think one of the reasons is our eyes are open to the possibility that something outside expectations can happen. And how can that show up in your life? How can, when something is really challenging, and this last 24 hours, I had a few hissy fits through the computer, you know, uh, definitely use language that I don't typically use because things were not going simply in my attempting to make a half hour presentation on laser for the senior dog that needed to be in video format. I thought I knew how. I thought when I didn't know how that I could YouTube and Google. And none of those things actually presented me with a solution. So I stomped my feet and said, I can't do this. And never mind, I didn't want to do it in the first place. And then I took a deep breath and said, if I figure this out, I'll be able to use this to expedite more choices for a seminar that I'm teaching for myself at the end of April. So lo and behold, the creative process begins when your willingness to let more data in begins. Yeah. And, and to use a great metaphor, I've got a garage full of tools, full of tools. And you know, there's tools in there I bet you I've only used one time. But when I use that one tool, it, that one tool was specifically what I needed for that job. And that's the way the learning process goes. You're building your toolbox full of things that you may one day use. You may not use them every day, but for that one thing that comes across, you may need that new tool. You may need that tool that doesn't work on anything else, but will work on that one thing. It will be useful if then you label where you put it so that the most of the day isn't spent looking for the tool you know you have to uh, and 
And that actually is still part of the metaphor. Yeah, because brains are a lot like that. I know I learned this somewhere along the line. Exactly. I have done this in the past successfully. Unfortunately, the last time I did it successfully, I also went through a whole lot of methods that were unsuccessful, and my brain decided to remember all of those. So this time, I actually wrote down the sequence that worked, file it under how to make a PowerPoint video uploaded to a process that I can send to someone to then incorporate in their seminar. Don't ask me how. I do not want to ever (laughs) think about that again until I have to. So that will not be the next podcast on how to. Which brings the, the greatest teaching tool available to you is teach and reteach. Because once you've learned something or are working on learning something, sometimes the best way to get it really inset into your system is to teach someone else how to do it. So maybe later, Wendy will teach me how to do (laughs) in video presentations. It's possible. And you know, it's funny because parts of it went so easy and and the voice over with video uh, went so well and you know, not having enough cloud storage went in a frustrating way. And yet, I realize that's why I bought a hard drive. So each time there was an answer, and, and yes, this is not life and death, and yes, this is not can you heal, but I'll tell you something. I've been told that I couldn't heal and that my life was going to be quite a lot shorter than it currently is. And when that wasn't an acceptable prognosis, I found that my creative self was able to come up with solutions that hadn't been tried before, and fortunately, they were successful. Whether your path leads you where you want to go or leads you somewhere else, it is way better to be looking for answers than it is to have your head, you know, stuck in the ground and bemoaning the lack of possibilities. It's more fun in the moment. And more fun in the moment is way better than less fun in the moment. I mean, I realize that's obvious. And and this is a lesson that we talked about last week, turning frustration into fascination. You know, you if you get frustrated, what happens to you physically? You physically start shutting down. You know, your brain and slamming doors and slamming doors and computers or whatever else it may be. But you're shutting down. You're limiting your options. You believe that what you just did should have worked, and that's the only way it should be done. And that's the only. If it doesn't work, then it just not, it's not. I possible. made my computer wrong, and the <laughs> internet wrong, and the World Wide Web was wrong, and the cloud was way wrong, and not, they didn't care. So it's like, I know. The best way for me to become creative is get my hands on an animal. I adjusted my horse. I adjusted my dog. I lasered a friend's dog who then ran around like a crazy dog, having been wobbly on its hind legs and, and not barely walking from the car. And as soon as that happened, and I switched from I can't to I can. And I don't care if you're switching from... You know, I can't conquer this. What can I do? 
what is it that I can do? So you access that part of your brain that is successful, and that will then start linking to the other possibilities for being successful. When you can teach someone, as Dave said, teach and reteach, if you can impart your knowledge to one person, that is so fulfilling that it will help you with your own creative process. It will also tend to open you up to learning more. And we've all had professors, right, who talk at us, who lecture at us, who read the textbook, but don't dare ask them a question because they don't own the knowledge. And so understanding when I say every minute is a teachable minute, it means from what you already own in your heart and soul. There's someone who needs to know that. And and you listen to the pattern that Wendy just gave you. She got frustrated, so she stepped back from that situation. Witten did something completely different, okay, which uses different parts of your body, different parts of your brain. And sometimes just by doing that, physiologically, you're able to tap into different parts of your brain because you use different parts of your body. Using different parts of your body uses different parts of your brain, and there's different associations to that. So getting up and moving around, go out and dance, uh, go out for a jog, get on your bike and go for a ride. Do something physically different. Change physically because that will help change you mentally. Absolutely. And even when everything's working, doing that makes you just more creative and more receptive. I've gone to lectures where I wanted the data, but I wasn't in a receiving mode. Uh, have you ever had that happen? It's like you you sign up for a lecture and your brain goes, what about this? What about this? It's in a different place. And being able to create a receptive state to repeat every moment's a learn, every moment's a learnable moment. And you know that, how can I open my brain to receive this information? What do I have to do? How can I get the lecture to stop talking in a monotone because it's making me sleep. Sometimes that's challenging. Sometimes you have to get really creative in your input skills. And as Dave said, repeating it to someone else as quickly as possible from when you take it in, teaching and reteaching, learning and reporting that information back out can make it a very successful experience. So as today taught me many, many lessons, and the flip side of that is I was able to inform people about things that they didn't know. My, my, one of the fun things, Dave doesn't even know this, but somebody asked me if they could purchase the laser that I've been using, and I said, um, of course you can. I, I know how to facilitate that because I've been doing that with, um, with Avant for the last couple weeks, and they said, oh, they take a check, and I went, don't know. I called their billing department. I said, hey, do you take checks? Silence. I "I don't know. No one's ever asked me that question. I'm like, wow. She goes, I ought to know that. I go, yep, you're the billing department. Apparently, 
everyone thus far has paid by credit card. Wow. Come to find out, yup, they will. And she was so excited because now there was an opportunity for her to say to somebody, you know, here's another choice. And I was able to pass on that information to the person who wanted to purchase. I even got the address where they could send their check. I patted myself on the head and felt good that I was able to facilitate something because I asked someone who I assumed would have more information than I did. Then they asked someone who had more information <laughs> than they did, and the pattern yeah. found uh, yeah. its way to conclusion. The bottom line, the answer is out there. It's a matter of going to the right place or the right person or the right book or the right website or the right you know, teacher to get that information. So we welcome you to spend this week imparting and receiving whatever you need to make your life a little bit better. This is Dr. Wendy Corrin. This is Dr. Dave Lundquist. And this has been an Equiline podcast.